You are listening to the Soar Above Cancer podcast, episode 103, Activate Your Mind, Mindfulness Through Movement with your host, Gabrielle and Alex. Hello, our fellow cancer thrivers. Welcome to this week's episode of the Soar Above Cancer podcast, a podcast dedicated to finding the strength to not only survive a cancer diagnosis, but thrive at living one's life with cancer. We've been talking about mindfulness for some time now, for a few weeks. And we wanted to take it one step further and talk about mindfulness as you move, as you, you're moving your body in different, within different activities, really, and how that can work for people who are living with cancer. So maybe we can just go right ahead and kind of explore how movement and mindfulness can work together. Well, before we even get into the mindfulness aspect of some of the examples that we have here, we have yoga, martial arts, dance, the different forms of yoga and martial arts and dance, things like Nia and Hatha yoga. And it encompasses the fact that instead of just sitting and maybe doing mindfulness practices through orally or through visually or just doing it sitting down and being stationary, we can be mindful in how we are physically moving in the universe by incorporating a lot of these different practices into our everyday life. So one that I use fairly often is yoga. Just for example, I find that it adds the physical labor aspect of it. So I feel like I'm almost working out and and working my muscles in a way. But consistently, I have to remind myself to breathe and make sure I'm being present in the moment, not thinking about the tasks I have at hand for the day. The whole point of the exercise is to be in the present and to feel your breath and to be one with sort of your present moment. So that's kind of the way I see it. But what about yourself, Gabrielle? I find, and that has been proven again and again in different studies, that movement is a great de-stressor. It's a good mood booster. It's overall very good for your mental health. And I, I kind of automatically sometimes put movement with mindfulness um, because for me, they go both so well together. When we think of movement and how much it can get you out of your head just automatically by when you're when you go out for a run or really you do any sport, you kind of get out of your head for a little bit and you concentrate on the movement uh, that you're doing. So for me, they, they kind of go both hand in hand, and that's why I'm really excited to explore this today. And we'll concentrate on different types of exercise and movement that are really linked to mindfulness very closely. But just in the general sense of this topic, I think that movement in general is inducive to a mindful kind of state. And I, I know some of my friends... One of my friends said one time that for her, running was very was her way to meditate. And when she went out for a run, she it would clear her mind and she would de-stress and she wouldn't have to think about anything else but putting one foot in front of the other and that repetitive kind of task and everything else kind of fell away. So for me, movement and mindfulness are just linked together almost automatically. Um, yeah, I agree. So that's kind of how I see it. One of the topics we have today is basically just breaking down and looking at the different movement techniques that we've experienced throughout our practices and some that we've just heard from others. So we can maybe just dive into some of our favorites and and discuss them. So we have here, we have yoga, martial arts, we have dance. What are some of the 
incorporations that you use, Gabrielle, and then maybe I'll dive into some of the ones that I use. Yeah, so I put all three of these in our outline, G, because those are, these are three movements, types of movements and types of exercises, really, that really, for me, incorporate mindfulness. So yoga is something that I practice quite regularly. I practice types of yogas that are very mindful. So a lot of restorative yoga that I do, which that is just mindfulness at a whole new level for me. I think it's a lot of calming your body, calming your mind, being mindful of what your body is telling you. And that kind of takes a whole new perspective on on your body and, and where it is at, which is very mindful for me. Mm-hmm. Yoga has become a, a, a way of life for me. Um, it's my primary source of exercise right now. So for me, yoga, and when I can couple it kind of with mindfulness, it gets really interesting because I'm kind of like de-stressing so much more than if I was just doing yoga. One of the best teachers that I think incorporates mindfulness into yoga so perfectly or so well is uh, yoga with Adrian. It's she has a YouTube channel called Yoga with Adrian, and just to give you an example of how mindfulness kind of seeps in through this type of yoga, there's one of her episodes, and I can link it in the show notes below. One of her episodes is about perspective, and that's the title, kind of the the theme of the video. And at one point, you're in downward dog. And she asks you to just look around the room and see how the room might have changed from this perspective. And that's a very mindful activity to take, to do. And so yoga has really become a mindful moment for me in my day. Um, So that's kind of the biggest one that I've had the chance to experience. But what about you, Alex? Well, similar to you, I int- was introduced from someone, not Adrian specifically, but I've heard positive things about her channel and the way that she incorporates yoga into her everyday lifestyle. But I found a few sets of DVDs that my mom actually introduced me to. And the instructor is Rodney Yee. He's been doing yoga for about 25 years and he has videos, he has teachings, he's very active in that community, which is fantastic. And so he has these 5 a.m. yoga, 20 minute episodes that I try to incorporate in my everyday. Now they're fairly simple. They're not too physically traumatic and they don't put too much pressure, which is fantastic for cancer thrivers who are sometimes in states where maybe they can't get out of bed or they can't do too much physical labor. And it just it's the goal of it is to wake you up and to start your day off positively. So your head is more clear, you feel more productive moving forward and you're not getting to bed or sorry, you're not waking up at the last possible moment before you start your day. But some of the yoga that I've had a chance to experience that has been interesting to me is a form of yoga called yin. So it is more of a slower paced form of yoga where you're holding these poses for about 45 seconds at a time. So it's a, it can be like an hour class, but you're not doing as many poses that you would do in maybe a traditional yoga class. You're focusing more on the hold. And what that does is that it, it allows you to concentrate more on your breath and, and be in the present while not worrying too much about, okay, what's the next pose? I have to move too much. It's not too physically damaging. Especially, like I said, when you're a cancer thriver, in in a certain perspective, if you can avoid too much movement at times, I think it's more beneficial. 
And when you focus more on the mental aspect of yoga too, I think that always helps. So yin yoga is kind of a nice introductory to someone wanting to try yoga and try and see what its benefits are mentally and physically, but maybe aren't ready to try moving too much and, and sweating it out like doing a hot yoga or something like that. Yeah, there are actually great programs that have been built in the yoga practice by, by yoga teachers for people living with cancer specifically. specifically. And often, especially in your, if you're in a bigger city, you can find these specific classes for people living with cancer and the teachers really know the needs of those people and can teach you how to safely do yoga at any stage of the experience with cancer. Um, restorative yoga is another very popular type of yoga for people living with cancer, especially if the, your body is still a little weaker from treatment and sometimes cancer itself, surgeries, whatever. It doesn't, you don't need to start with, like Alex said, with a hot yoga session where <laughs> it's not always easy for me anyway to do hot yoga. It's really hot and there's like, it's difficult. Uh, sometimes the yoga itself is difficult. So you don't have to start with the most difficult class at your local gym. You can start with something that's actually geared towards where you are in your life, which is sometimes um, very closely linked with treatments and cancer and all of those things. Another form of mindfulness movement that I've always liked to incorporate and very loosely and casually, not necessarily in a structured manner, is dance. Mm -hmm. So when I was growing up, my mom noticed really early in my childhood that I was always moving. I always liked to dance. I always liked music. So she actually enrolled me in, in hip-hop dance classes when I was younger. And I went back to them in my grade 11 year, just for a year with a friend of mine, because I liked it and I enjoyed it. And it, it, it was something to get me out of the house. It was something different than sports. But what I noticed is that it helps me in so many different ways just to clear my head mentally. If I'm having like a tough day and you throw on some music, I think a lot of people can relate to this. You, me, some people start to sing, some people start to dance. I'm much more of the latter where it just engulfs me in a sense that I use it to be more present in that moment and kind of get away from what's going on elsewhere. I like to be more present in that sense. And what I find is that if you're looking for something more structured, there's a lot of different dance classes you can take. It's something that I've incorporated ever since I was a kid. And I think it's great to involve when it comes to cancer. If you have a day where you just want to get off the couch and start dancing around the house while you're making breakfast, I think it has more benefits than just sort of having a fun time. And that's just me. I have been waiting months for this to come up in one of our, appoint our appointments. Oh, boy. One of our, uh, our, our chats with yeah. everyone here. But Alex does have some moves. And we've seen them <laughs> at the YAC conference. And I hope that next year when we go to the YAC conference, we'll be able to see them again. But I just yeah. want to slip that in there because it is true. It was dance classes and that just natural <laughs> talent, I think, is paying off. Yes. Well, when you talk about the conference 100%, it always makes it to the end of each year. And I just love being able to bring them out with my yak family because it really just gets the ball rolling and everybody has fun. Yeah. And dancing, <laughs> I would agree with me too. With me too. It, it has that effect of kind of clearing your head. And when you're having a really bad day, if you can just get yourself to put it on a tune that you really like to dance to, well, anyway, it just gets me kind of grooving and 
having fun and things just, the stress just goes away, but it just kind of, it decreases, right? So whatever might be bothering me is still there, but I, I can handle it a lot better once I've moved a little bit through dancing, any type of dancing, really just moving my body to music just clears all of, all of my thoughts away, puts them away and just kind of decreases stress. So I would agree that dance is very, very linked to mindfulness in my life anyway. And I think in yours and probably in many other people's lives. So definitely something that needs to happen more, I think, in my household. That's good. That's a good goal to set because it's easy and it's fun. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And what about um, martial arts? Like I've never actually practiced a lot of martial arts. I know what it is. I am very well aware that it's very linked to mindfulness and you need to center yourself very well in this type of, of art. But have you, have you had any personal experience with martial arts? I mean, the one experience I did have when I was younger, it must have been eight or nine when I was introduced to judo. And which is a really sort of, um, not even primitive is the right word, but an early form of martial arts where I think you're just being introduced to the whole sport and the whole concept as, a, as you know, in, in more of a broader, in a broader sense. So that was the one experience I did have. I mean, it was fun the year that I did it. I found that I was being very active. And one of the biggest aspects of it is to kind of focus on the inner self and be in the present moment. And it's very motivational. So all of those videos you see where people are cutting, you know, they're, they're kicking through wooden blocks. It's you're thinking, okay, that's ridiculous. And again, I don't have a whole lot of experience with that whatsoever, but it's just as much mental as it is physical, motivating yourself to say that you can do it and focusing in on the target at hand. So everyone has that ability to be physical. And I think the biggest concept that martial arts brings when it comes to mindfulness and movement is that yeah, sure, it takes a lot of strength to kick through a wooden board, but it also takes the mental prowess and focus in order to do that. And I think that brings a lot. And it says a lot to when we talk about that when it relates to cancer as well. Yeah, I know there are programs, and this is mostly for kids that I've seen it, but for kids living with a, a disease, many of them cancer, there's these, they do martial arts. So they have these classes where they can go and do martial arts and it's kids kicking cancer is one of those organizations. And you can just see how it builds their, their confidence up and it builds them up as, as people, but also calms them down and recenters them because they do a lot of this mindfulness type, type activities and kind of grounding themselves. So I think that martial, art, martial arts has the potential if you're willing to try. If you're at all interested in martial arts, I think that when you are diagnosed with cancer, when you go through treatments or in, into survivorship, I think I'm actually really interested in how it could help you send, recenter yourself and be more mindful in your everyday life. I think it would have a huge impact. And again, I'm not an expert. I've, I've never done martial arts, but from everything that I've seen and heard from other people, I think it would be a great fit for a lot of people living with cancer. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Now, before we move on to mindfulness and movement when it regards to, it went in regards to cancer, is there any other techniques specifically that we wanted to bring up? 
I wanted to bring up Nia. It's something mm-hmm. that I first encountered at the Yak conference actually a few months yeah. ago. And so Nia is basically a combination of martial arts, modern dance, and yoga. And you kind of do all three at the same time to music. And it's just, it's quite powerful. And the teacher that we had at the Yak conference, she had chosen songs that were very, very inspiring and motivational, um, like uh, War by Katy Perry, like different things like that, where there's a strong message behind the song. And then you're incorporating all of these beautiful arts into a choreography that you, a very simple choreography, like it wasn't difficult to do, but overall for me, it was just so recentering. So a lots of mindfulness associated with that. I know Alex, you didn't get to do this type of, of activity, but was there any other movement type activity that you associate with mindfulness a lot? Not in particular. I think there's the different forms of yoga that you can try. I think we touched upon a couple of great ones. But Nia is something I didn't get a chance to discover. I think it either interfered with one of my sessions or I didn't get a chance to kind of experience throughout the conference. But I heard positive things in regards to it. And it kind of, in a sense, sums up what we've been talking about early in the episode, where if it's maybe something that somebody wants to try as a challenge and and sort of be more comprehensive about their approach to mindfulness. It's something really interesting to try. So I'm very open to the concept of that too. So we have clearly been in contact with all of these types of arts and movement within the context of our experiences with cancer. But how has that changed our experience directly? Do, is there, are there things that are evidently impacted by these types of movement and mindfulness for ourselves, Alex? this mindfulness mindfulness moving does is it provides an outlet to physical movement in different ways. So you can try something like yoga where it's a little bit more tame or you can try something like martial arts that incorporates a lot more physical aspects. So when it came to my own experience, it gave me a reason to be moving and it gave me options to move where I'm thinking, well, I can't really work out right now. I can't really play any intramural sports, but if I want to get myself physically moving, these are great ways to incorporate it. So yoga was one that I've incorporated really more so in survivorship than anything. Um, Whereas for me, I just, I did a lot of walking and I've mentioned that on podcasts previously where I walk a lot and I just like to get in touch with nature every once in a while just to get out of the house. And again, that can be used maybe as a form of mindfulness moving, but they give you a reason and, and a benefit to doing these movements rather than just, oh, I want to go get out and throw the football for a few hours if that's something that you want to do. So what's really interesting is it gave me a reason to get out and be more physical, whereas also incorporating the mental aspect of things where I didn't really think that was possible. What about yourself? Well, well, first of all, I think that walking is a great form of movement that incorporates mindfulness, especially if you're walking in nature and really concentrating on what's around you instead of on your phone or your music or whatnot, whatever you you have in your hands. Uh, if you're actually very present to what's going on around you, I think it's a great form of movement, of calming movement that fits into that mindfulness kind of idea. Mm-hmm. In my own experience, I think dance and yoga 
were definitely a part of my experiences as a person living with cancer, as a like in treatment and in survivorship. Yoga was a little more difficult during treatment um, due to have me having a pick line, which is in my in your arm. So it's you're not supposed to put your hands above your head, or at least that what that's what was told. Um, that's what I was told. So yoga became a little more difficult in that sense. I did yoga everything that didn't involve my head going above my my arms going above my head, but. After after that was removed, yoga became very much part of my practice. And for me, this really allowed me to calm my body. And I I hold a lot of stress inside my body. I do in my mind too. But in your body, sometimes stress manifests itself in so many different ways. And by moving my body through dance or yoga or nia or walking or how, whatever type of movement like that, it allowed me to de-stress that part, to recenter myself and look inside my body and really take a moment to say, okay, well, where might I be a little more stressed? Where, where might I be holding a lot of stress? and work on just releasing that through movement. So for me, these types of movement and mindfulness movement has really helped just me relax in a whole new way. Um, and, and cancer for me, and I think for anyone, if I can say so, is so stressful. It's such a traumatic experience that our bodies go through so much just from the tra- trauma that is happening to us from treatments to the diagnosis to really so many parts of our experiences are traumatic that that is a great way to kind to to tell your body that you're still you're still there you're still you and you still have some control over your body you can go in and really evaluate where you are instead of just kind of surviving through all of this and never paying attention to what your body might be telling you. It's it's a relationship. I think it's a relationship building activity in a sense when you're mindful, especially through moving your body. I find mindful of of who you are and how almost how your limbs even attach to your body. Like just really being aware of your your body through movement. Everything that moves, like different things like that, I just find has had a huge impact on both my stress and my relationship with my body since diagnosis. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to look at even just movement and mindfulness together. It's when you're a cancer thriver, a lot of the times you can get you can feel disconnected to your body because it yeah. looks different, it feels different, and then it just causes you to to hate your body or be a lot more self conscious, and that's totally normal. I felt like that a lot of my cancer experience and I maybe just thought I was a vain person to begin with, but I think everyone goes through that phase that they feel different because they look a little different. And what that mindfulness movement does is it can connect you more to your body, like you mentioned, and you just feel a little bit more in touch. And to have that mental and physical connection is very, very important when it comes to cancer and being positive about your future because little things like that lick that look 
the look good, feel good cliche is a cliche for a reason because a lot of people feel a little bit better when they are more happy with how they look and maybe how, and, and sometimes it, it can be hard to, to cultivate that throughout cancer. But what mindfulness does in movement is it, it connects you a little bit more to your body so you can feel a little bit more cohesive throughout. So really the final question and topic we really have to discuss now is we gave you a lot of information. It can be overwhelming. So as a cancer thriver, where does one start? So what would be maybe the first set of steps you can take and resources that you can look towards in order to begin being a little bit more mindfulness in your movement? I would probably tell someone who's looking to incorporate mindfulness in into their lives through movement to really explore what fits best in their life at the moment. So that's going to look different for anyone because everyone has a different set of circumstances and personality and all of these things. So really evaluate what works best for you. If you've always been a dancer, if you love to dance and and be crazy in that way and just kind of let loose in that way, well, that might be the best thing for you. If you are unable, if you have a hard time doing really anything, you're quite bedridden at the at this point. Is there someone who can help you learn how to do yoga in your bed? Like there, there's so many different things that exist out there to kind of blend in mindfulness and movement together. That there is something that's going to fit exactly where you are in this moment, and then you can grow from there. For me, that's kind of where I would start. What about yeah. you, Alex? I think I would take the approach of like being more conventional in the sense of I, a week ago, actually just went to my local rec center. So I have a gym membership there and I grabbed one of the program guides and looked through some of the classes that they have, whether they be free or whether they be more of a subscription based. And I signed up for like a yoga introductory class for the fall, which I'm really excited about. So I think that's a great first step to just kind of incorporate is look to what is available maybe in your local community or your neighborhood, something that you can do that maybe the classes are smaller if you have more anxiety of kind of like being in a big lecture hall type class or a dance studio and just kind of see what resources are available more closely. But just look to the local community in terms of what is available to you and and kind of if you can incorporate some of the examples that we gave in this episode, maybe at home, if you feel more comfortable, not maybe going out in public or being more social at a certain time of your experience or journey, then try that. But maybe just look to see what's out there and see if there's something maybe more simplistic that fits with your lifestyle that would work best for you. Yeah. The most important thing is to be safe though. So yeah, just keep in mind that there's people that out there that can help you if you're unsure of what you can and cannot do. So I think that's important. Absolutely. And this wraps up our episode about mindfulness and movement. So today we discussed the different forms and concepts of movement when it comes to incorporating it into our mindfulness lives, whether that be yoga, martial arts, dance, a mixture of all three and Nia, just walking around or anything that maybe we hadn't had the chance to mention. We discussed how these concepts have been introduced into Gabrielle and my life in regards to cancer and how it's affected our experience with cancer in a positive sense. And then we kind of just discuss where we can start. What ideas can we cultivate? How do we begin to get more in touch with our body and connect with our minds through mindfulness and movement at a primary level? And then hopefully we can use it to our advantage and to our benefit throughout our cancer and throughout our survivor phase. 
So this does end episode 103. Activate your mind, mindfulness through movement. A big thank you to you, our listeners. You continue to show up for us as we grow, and this means so much to us. But before you go, just a quick reminder, if you have any questions or suggestions or comments, or if you simply want to share your story, we love to hear those. Do reach out through the Soar Above Cancer website, as well as our social media platforms, which are all linked in the show notes. Many smiles to you and see you next week. 